Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a thousand interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to the Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Here are some useful car tips you might not be aware of. A coffee filter and a little bit of olive oil can clean your interior. Who knew that? Removing excess weight from your car will improve gas mileage, and you can place your key fob to your chain to increase its range. Weird, right? Who the, I, I didn't know any of this stuff. I'm terrible with cars. but Well, here's another tip you also might know about. True car, it also helps people get used cars. That's right. TrueCar isn't just for buying new cars. With their certified dealer network and nationwide inventory of nearly 1 million used cars, you'll enjoy real pricing on actual inventory and a simpler buying expense, whether you buy new or used. And with TrueCar, users can see what others paid, so they know if they're getting a good deal before they're buying. They're also more likely to enjoy a faster buying experience by connecting with TrueCar certified dealers. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, check out TrueCar and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. I'm going to tell Ellis because he needs it. Some features are not available in all states. Hey, Jordan Harbinger here. Subscribe to the only show that will show you how to apply the world's greatest ideas from the most striking minds. After presenting more than a 1,000 interviews, I couldn't be more compelled to introduce you to The Jordan Harbinger Show. We've got spies and CEOs, athletes and authors from Kobe Bryant to Malcolm Gladwell, Tony Hawk and Howie Mandel to the chairman of Google, founders of LinkedIn and Instagram, antiquities smugglers, con men, brilliant scientists, national heroes, and even the head of the CIA. Listed as Apple's best of 2018 and countless other awards that, let's be honest, you probably don't care about right now. So come and have a listen for yourself and join me as we exploit the superpowers of the world's most incredible thinkers, amazing achievers, and iconic change makers with their insights delivered right into your mind. You'll get that blueprint of their brilliance each week so that you can learn to live what you listen. Subscribe right now to The Jordan Harbinger Show, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you're listening now. Get ready for the tastiest breakfast under the sun. Jimmy Dean Casserole Bites. All the homemade flavors of a breakfast casserole, packed into a poppable bite. You know something else? They taste good. Hey, 
It's Jedi Council time, and guess what we're going to be talking about? You guessed it, Star Wars. Lots of stuff happening in the world of Star Wars. There's Obi-Wan Kenobi stuff that we can talk about. There's other things there that we can talk about. Things in the Star Wars. Poe Dameron, you got it. We'll watch it. Hey, everybody. It's time for Jedi Council. It's me, Christian Harloff, and I am joined today by the Council and making her triumphant return back from Whole Foods. It is Ash Crossan. She's here. How are you? It's true. I did get drunk at a Whole Foods yesterday. I love that about you. It's an amazing bar. Yeah, Highly you, recommend. Are you like the norm of Whole Foods? I'm going to be. <laughs> Good. Uh, <laughs> next, and he's the norm of Jedi Council. It is Mr. Ken Kylo, Ken Napsok. I am the Cliff Clavin of that Whole nice. Foods bar there, too. It's my new favorite restaurant as well. Not a sponsor. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to have you here, too. And just to let you know before we get into everything that this episode of Jedi Council is brought to you by Rode Microphones. Rode is proud to present My Rode Reels, the world's largest short film competition. This year, there's $1 million worth of prizes up for grabs. You make a three-minute short film in any genre that you like, a behind-the-scenes video showing a road product being used, and you can win big. I'm talking big. Entries are open until July 31st. Head on over to MyRoadReel.com and get shooting. This is my letterman. Uh, so let's get into the stuff happening in the world of Star Wars here. We're going to start with Star Wars movie news. There he is, MSTH3 himself. And Ken, we got some stuff going on in the world of Star Wars movies. Star Wars movie news. And what movies are we going to see? What's going to happen? The fallout from some of the big stuff last week. Uh, Are they canceled? No, they're not canceled. They're on hold. But are they still developing? Who's working on them? It's still going on. The Hollywood Reporter kind of uh, helped... uh, I don't know, not, not clarify. That's not the word I'm looking for, Christian. It's just they added a little more light onto it that, hey, look, uh, a lot of this stuff is still going on. It's still in development. We might uh, still see these movies, but it could be scaled down. Now, what they're leaving out of here, it's kind of weird, some stuff that you see. They're like, there was never a, a screenwriter announced for Obi-Wan. <laughs> there was. He was an Australian guy. Uh, there uh, was, uh, you know, Mangold's Boba Fett might be... Uh, scaled down. He's on to another project. So there, you see this this Star Wars movie news stuff. It, it's it's we're not in those meetings, but you hear things, you hear things, you hear things. It all comes out like this. I don't know where you stand now. What's going on? Christian. Stand the same place that we stood a week, two weeks ago, whenever or a week ago when Frosty had originally reported this thing. He said that he never said in the report once they're canceled. Never said. Never it. said it once. Said that they were going to be basically put on the back burner or hiatus put in. I mean, even when Mark Fernandez and, um, and Riley had like the separate, separate Jedi council, they said the same thing. And that clip is beyond distracting. Uh, uh, General <laughs> flipping around lightsabers. Um, Kenobi. So, but, but the thing is, as far as like, that's what the report said. And the second that ABC came out with the thing and said, well, you know, it's, it's still like in development. This thing, everyone's like, hey, Collider, you were wrong. Fake yeah. news. Fake news. <laughs> no, it's exa- said exactly the same thing that, that, that yeah. was said in the report was that it's on hiatus. And like there's and we said this from the get go. Yeah. What absolutely could happen is if let's say right now they push back and we're going to talk about the Obi-Wan thing in a little bit. But let's say they push back this Boba Fett story, whatever it was going to be. Yeah. Someone comes in, has a different take on it. Someone new comes in, and they go, well, you know what? Let's, let's put that back in the forefront. Right now, push it off to the side. It's in development. In development means that if somebody comes in and says, hey, what about if we do it this way? Holy crap, that's the way you got to go with this thing. Move it around. Yeah. What are you saying, Ken? You got well, I, you know, it, there's two, two things came to mind. One is that word sources. Sometimes it's, it's, it sounds nutty, and it is nutty. 
My sources said. Right. Yep. Okay. But also, we know this town. You know, we we worked in the you know, the Schmoes know stuff back in the day. You know, we we had sources sometimes in weird places, and people wouldn't believe us. But no. we knew they were one hundred percent true because we knew what was going on. And then other times, you you hear whispers and rumors, and the valet talks to Ash at Whole Foods, and we got a story. Right. Um, so that's that's another weird thing. But other you 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 worked in development. I don't think a lot of people right. remember that. You understand what it means when something is. On hold, not a priority. Right. There's active development, but we'll still and here. there's just development. Yeah. And right now, what it seems like, again, from Frosty's report to these reports from The Hollywood Reporter, mm-hmm. they're just putting it on the, on the side for now. And they're going to mm-hmm. be focusing on these, these new trilogies or these yeah. series of movies. And that's the stuff that we're going to probably hear about first. As far as theatrical goes, because yeah. there's other stuff that we're going to talk about a little later with the Obi-Wan stuff that they could start to address and push towards another direction. And I think that would be okay to do. And... Maybe smart to do, but you hear these reports of this last kind of mm-hmm. tornado of stories. What are you thinking? Um, it's like kind of a hmm, choose my words carefully here. It's like a journalism mess, and I think when you're as a reader, you need to make make sure that you're reading people that you trust and are, people that you know are willing to put their name on a story and be able to back it up. Like those people, like Collider and the Hollywood Reporter, they probably do have a legitimate source. And but there are a lot of things going around where people are just hearing things and they're like, okay, there's my source. I'm going to just fire this off and put this out and put out this rumor. And it's creating this like what the hell is going on kind of mentality. And also over on the Lucasfilm end, I think they are still figuring it out. And then people are sourcing these people out and then they're just writing it up as is. And we need to kind of take a step back, wait it out, because I don't even think that they know. Yeah, well, they they definitely don't know, and I think that that's but that's the thing though. When you hear um, like because it was the ABC News report that yeah. that when when asked, well, those things are still kind of being developed. That everyone went, well, you see, <laughs> but they pretty much just said the same thing that that yeah. that Steve had said is that yeah. they're, they're still talking about them, but it's yeah. not because if it what the, to really negate the whole report, it's like no. They're happening, and by the way, Obi-Wan's coming out in 2020. And here's the writer, and here's the director. Here's, here's everybody. You would want to say, no, 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 that's absolutely false. There's going to keep your ears to the ground here because there's going to be a report on one of these movies very soon. Because they're not going to be – they're not going to inspite a news report to say, like, you know what? Uh, oops. Well, here's Obi-Wan. We are going to do it after all when they weren't, you know, because they, they weren't going to do it. Yeah. They weren't going to do it because that, that would be bad business. But if they feel that these are not the movies that they want to make, whether it's reactionary or not, whether we feel it's reactionary or not, that's the strategy of what they want to do right now. And let's see where they're going to go theatrically. Let's see what the streaming service is going to be all about. Let's see how they're going to kind of how this uh, television show with Favreau is going to go. And in development means that the, the, like you like we'd say the future is always in motion. Yeah. There could be something that happens on the show. There could be something that happens in a meeting, and they flip it right back into it. So that's why it was very important when Steve when Frosty made his report that they're just not happening right now. Yeah. Well, so, you know, John Knoll is the you know the guy who brings Rogue One to life in terms of story. He's the uh, one of the effects supervisors. What did he co-created Photoshop with his brother too? He's got a great right, career. Right. Worked on the prequels. I have an idea. Goes down the hall, schedules a meeting, pitches it, and they go, "Hey, that sounds great." And that becomes what ends up being the first standalone. They were already looking at Solo as the first standalone. Right. We now know, and then Lawrence Kasdan gets involved in Force Awakens. Those those moves around. That, that even plans like that were moved around and fluid there. So I, I think it, it's interesting what's going on. I still look at the streaming service though yeah. as the new playground for Star Wars. That Disney's pushing them towards that. As do I. Um, yeah. 
Ash, do you think that, I mean, well, let's just ask personal opinion. What do you think? Do you think that they're going to, that these Obi-Wan movies or this, or this Boba Fett movie, do you think it's going to happen in the next three years? Or do you think it's going to be Three pushed? years? Um, I don't know. I, I think an Obi-Wan movie is going to happen. I feel like that's the one that's demanded the most. Theatrically or, or streaming? Theatrically. Okay. I don't think, I, I mean, I, I would be on board for like movies being on the streaming service, but I don't think that Obi-Wan should be. I think that's one that I want to see in the theaters at least like, even if it was like a limited thing and then they put mm-hmm. it on the streaming service, great. But I want to see that in the theater. Um, but as far as like the rest of the standalones go, to me, I think they're great. Like I think Rogue One is awesome and adds a lot. But Han Solo, Solo, whatever it's called, uh, to me felt a little like fillery. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it's like, let's let the past die. Let's focus on like world building, some new things well that's why i think and that, not necessarily the past timeline wise i mean just like yeah i see what you're saying but I, that's, that's why that's why i think that the that these reports are from now from thr and from frosty that we're not seeing obi-wan or boba fett theatrically mm. anytime soon um i think that they are going to focus on the benioff and weiss stuff for exactly the reasons that you're talking about new world building new characters new um, new lore to fall in love with. I think they're going to go through with the Ryan Johnson trilogy after all. Um, before this report, I wasn't so set on that, but I think that now they're they're going to do it. And whether or not it's a puff your chest out moment or actually saying you know to themselves that Ryan Johnson legit does care whether you like his vision or not. He does care about Star Wars. Now, mm-hmm. again, I know that, that that's a that is a kind of a polarizing opinion to where if you think a lot of the stuff that he did. Um, myself included. I don't think that a lot of the, the choices he made for Last Jedi were very Star Wars um, driven. I think he kind of went against a lot of the lore. But what I will say about him is, I believe I don't think he was doing it to spite people. I know some people feel that way. I don't think that he was doing it to spite anyone. I believe that's the vision. That's the story he wanted to tell. That's what he. That's where he thought Star Wars should go. Again, whether you agree with that or not. But I do believe he cares about the the material, so I think they're going to stick with him. Would you be excited because he's not going to be, like, touching any kind of iconic characters if he's doing this completely new thing? Like, does that make you more excited for I was for excited a about Ryan Johnson doing this movie. Before, I mean, if you go back and watch the past episodes before the movie came out, I was ecstatic to have him involved in it because I think he's a brilliant filmmaker. I want to see the looper version of Star Wars. I don't want to see St- Star Wars with Marvel humor. I just don't think it fits. Yeah. Um, and I think that if he decides to do a different, because he's, he doesn't, I would hope, you'd think as a filmmaker, he wouldn't want to make the same type of movie in these next trips. So he wanted right. to do something else. And so I still think that he could do some great things. So I'm not, I, I think that I'm still curious to see if I could see a looper type of movie in the Star Wars universe and that's what the trilogy was based off of. Yeah, I'd still be pretty excited to see him kind of create. I know you'd be excited either way. Yeah, I think he has. I think he understands the core DNA of Star Wars uh, tremendously, and I think that that I, you know, I'll be, I haven't seen Looper, so um, I You've never seen Looper. I've never oh, seen man. Looper. No, That's no, great. Uh, I've seen Bruce Willis's eyes, though. <laughs> um, so I think I think he might be going in the direction of I don't want to say younger, like a YA movie series, but like focusing on that kind of stuff, where not not a kids movie, yeah. but like. We follow a young hero or three uh, in a new time period, new era, um, and, and we grow with them. And it's that core George speaking to 12-year-olds kind of Star Wars. Yeah, you know? we'll see. We'll see that. I don't know. How, I mean, I'd, 
I hope that's not the plan. Um, that's not something I necessarily want to see, but that's who knows. It's just, it, you, you don't really know until you see the first trailer. Uh, but then switching that off to the Benioff and Weiss stuff, I still think we're going way back into the future, whether it's Old Republic or not. It's yeah. like we're going we're going way back into, into the future. We're going way back into the um, great Scott. Christian. Yeah, you know, way back into the past, <laughs> and we're going to see some cool stuff. I would love to see the some more Sith, some more Jedi. I think that we haven't done that at all. I haven't done it at all since, I mean, Rebels, which congratulations, I know it's not in the docket. We were talking, they, they won a Saturn Award yeah. last night and said Ryan Johnson also won a Saturn Award for, for screenplay, but um, mm-hmm. congratulations to the crew over at Rebels for, for that big win. Um, but we haven't really explored the Force in the way that we were kind of accustomed to it. Yeah. Do you think that Benioff and Weiss will do that? For whatever reason, that is just what's like, assumed in my brain i'm like that's where we're going that's when it's going to take place and also like just watching game of thrones and picturing those big giant battles with everybody holding a lightsaber instead of a sword you're just like oh my god give me this now that's kind of what i want but ken Hmm. when we uh when we start to think let's we're all in agreement here i think ash thinks it's possible that we get an obi-wan movie in Hmm. the next three years but so we know that we're gonna episode nine next year so that that Hmm. takes that 2019 2020 2021 22 23 we, th- I think that in some way or another, flip flopping, it's Ryan Johnson and Benioff and Weiss mixed match. Starting in twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty. Like going 20. back and forth. I think we start twenty twenty. Let's let's say it's Benioff and Weiss. The first is twenty twenty. December two thousand twenty. That's what I think. And then twenty twenty one would be the opposite. Whether Ryan Johnson. Sure. Or, sure. That's where I think they're going to go with that and let those things develop. Like maybe and yeah. maybe because one of the big criticisms with Lucasfilm is that they have had no plan so mm-hmm. far as far as movies. Like I think that this series of movies with Ben Affleck and Weiss, you have a an arc of where you want to go with it, which it seems like that's and same thing with this trilogy of Ryan Johnson. At least mm-hmm. like he starts one place, he knows he wants to end up there, and you shoot them whether you shoot them back to back to back, or you shoot them pretty close to one another. Do you think that's the plan? I I, th- I think that's the plan. 2020, I want it to be the start, but even Ron Bergman made some Rom, not Ron. Yeah. Ron Bergman made some comments that they made me think that 2021 is more realistic for Ron what's Johnson. Tw- what's 2020 then? Benioff Weiss. Uh, I think that's too early for them. They're not even done with Game of Thrones so post production, so that's that. That might be. You know, that, that might be the big hole. Obi-Wan, I still hope for. I still there. I think there's a lot to mine in those 19 So you years think they're not. So, so then by that, then you think if Obi-Wan's possible. And so you don't think these reports, you think they could push it back in? I think they could push it back in. I, I, but I, the reports of it going to streaming is. Yeah. is well, we'll get to that. We'll is, get to that. But I, but I think, but a factor in this conversation, they, I don't think they'll have a blank year. Okay. Um, that's, that's. You know, I don't have an exact science uh, going into this uh, thought process here. Uh, I, I I just think Ryan Ryan's got a lot. You know, they're just starting that. Yeah. Could they go into production fast? I, I, yeah, I guess. Uh, you, do you want to rush it? I don't know, but that is the gap that twenty twenty year. What comes out after? So you don't really. So you don't. You I don't, don't know. So you guess. Give me a guess. What comes out <laughs> in twenty twenty? What comes out in twenty twenty? Yeah, what comes out in twenty? Because they they're going for this one one year I, thing. There's, I think it could still be Obi Wan. But Still that could be. But then they have to. Then they have to announce it fast. They'd have sure. to. They'd have to. You'd have and, to get an announcement of it. If it's going to be you and he's off doing other things, there's, yeah, there's so, no shot. Yeah, because no if shot. they're waiting till they're not going to wait till celebration to be like, hey, this movie's coming out next year. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, may, they could. Maybe, but wouldn't but we that, all figure it out by then? Yeah. I mean, at that point, well, no. I mean, not not necessarily. They could announce it because if April, that goes to my next question is like, yeah. 
you would assume, because we're all going to be there for celebration, we're all going to be there kind of waiting, wondering what the announcements are, and they're going to focus on the parks, obviously. We know that's going to be open, and we're going to focus on Episode Nine. Those are the givens. We'll focus on the new animated series by Dave Filoni and and the TV show by Favreau, obviously. Those are the givens. We know we're getting those. Mm -hmm. Everything else is kind of like the Wild Wild West, like... What's going to happen? Will we get our answers that we're looking for there? I think, I think it all, that, that also goes to the, the, this answer of, hey, hey, don't worry, there's multiple stories in development. This, this thing that kind of popped up uh, on Making Star Wars this week uh, about Moss Eisley, the script, uh, that's a thing. That's a real thing. Uh, um, that, whether that, that goes forward or not, but that was a fully thought-out fun- functional script and idea sitting there. So that's one of how many. You know what I mean? Right. As you said. You know, who else has got the, the gonk droid movie that we always make the joke about? Right. There could be something else. But again, production-wise, time-wise, it, it, as we know, the development takes, you know, Ryan Johnson started working on this, what, 2014? Right. Uh, while Force Awakens was still shooting. And I don't think he was prepared with this trilogy. I think it kind of fell into his lap. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like he had, like, Favreau's, like, well, I've been writing stories since I was nine. Right. I don't think Johnson had that ready to go. So I still think they have to build that world that that's that's the only pause i have yeah well i think that that's why i mean that's the only thing he's doing right now i think that he is locked in wherever he is yeah. and he is right oh yeah he's in a bunker writing, with, writing. with ron bergman writing so and answering tweets and the same thing with ben and weiss i mean this is you've got enough time here too you've got i mean we're, we're two years away from it you look at how much time jj had to put it all together mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from episode eight to nine mm-hmm. it's really not much different so it's like but the difference is then how you want to link if you're going to start to link you know, these, well, we know Ben and Weiss is a series of movies, but still, yeah. you have to link in and create, and and this is going here, this is going there, interweaving. I do think that one of those movies will be announced for 2020, and I do think that um, I think that we'll, we might get it at Celebration because, I mean, yeah, it makes sense business wise. Uh, sorry, Asha, I, oh, I keep jumping in here. That's okay. But Dan and Dave, they're not. They're, we know they're not directing, right? They're just producing. They're just producing writing. Yeah. Do they have a writing team? That's the kind of things we know. Right. You know, they're bringing Brian Cogman over. They're bringing over some people from from Game of Thrones who aren't currently working on the eighth season because Dan and Dave are buried in you know just wrapped. It's in post production. Right. They're they're not not going to touch it till they're done. But who else is touching it? Might be the question. If that's the case, you know, maybe they could go, come out faster. I don't yeah. know. What do you think, Ash? I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I know it's tough. I mean, no, I mean, what would you rather see? For the 2020. For 2020? Yeah. Obi-Wan still? I just feel it's a pipe dream at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I would lo- I, I I love... I love dreaming, Christian. I love I, dreaming. I do, too. Look, I want it. That's the movie I want. I think the perfect plan is, is Obi-Wan yeah. bouncing into one of these trilogies. Give them a little bit more time, but... It makes the most sense to me, but I really, I do really want to see the Weiss and Benioff like movie. But yeah. I, I just timeline wise, I don't know if it could get done in time. We'll see. I mean, it's still, that's that's a couple of years before it happens. But Ken, we're going to bounce right from this to something else. What do you got? Uh, well, uh, we do have this idea. I think it's interesting to discuss that. Uh, um, the playlist has even more details on the possible Obi Wan film, and this is the one that really kind of highlights the idea of scaling down some of these projects and going to the Disney streaming service. Right. And we were talking uh, here previously, that is where Disney wants to win this battle because everybody's got some kind of, even Instagram TV is here now and, yep. and we got new things coming up and eventually uh, Instagram TV will have original programming, all that kind of stuff. They want to win that. They've got to show their investors and those investor calls for Uncle Bob that this is where they want. And I think the idea of Star Wars beyond just TV shows but uh, a Boba Fett movie, whatever that is, I still think it's more Underworld than Boba Fett. 
on the streaming service might be a, a realistic question to ask ourselves as fans. Do we want that? Are we excited for that? We talked about this, I think, two or three weeks ago. That would be very interesting if they went this route with it because I think that what a lot of people do when they still – it's still TV, right? So there's even, even though TV and film has changed because like, back in the day – if you were you were either a TV actor or you were a yep. film actor, there was no. If, and if you were a, f- a film actor and you did TV, it's like ah, pish posh, you know. Yeah. But this has changed dramatically because of the way that television has changed narrative of storytelling, right? Mm-hmm. Just in the you can develop more, you can do all these things. But I think that the big pushback from a lot of fans here, maybe you're included on this, is that. You just think, well, Star Wars is supposed to be theatrical. Yeah. Star Wars is supposed to be seen in the big screen. And I want to see everything happen on the big screen in these massive stuff with the sound. And, and I don't disagree with that logic. But what I would also say is what you just said. When you think about how you want to really announce a streaming service mm-hmm. and you want to come out the gate and say, this is worth your 10 12 15 bucks a month. Here's why. This television show. Right, the whatever it's animated, whatever they're doing, whatever other shows they're bringing in. But oh yeah, and by the way, we got you and McGregor to actually play Obi Wan in a movie, mm-hmm. so a straight up movie you're going to get because you have look at all these movies that people are doing now on on Netflix and these original programming. And if you did that, and you launched with him. It's not like he's it's beneath him. No, they no. would they would spend the money on it and they would make a theatrical movie. Now, would I rather see it in the big screen? Yeah, I would. But if it was my choice of you only get Obi Wan in 2025 or some other time, you can get it on the streaming service in a full fledged movie. What would I take? I'm taking the streaming service movie because I can get it next year and I can yeah. see it, mm-hmm. and 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 the hunger is still there for it. Yeah. What do you think? I would rather see like just me pitching whatever I want. Um, I would rather see like some kind of anthology show on the streaming service using like maybe like a true detective 10 episode thing. You and McGregor is going to be in it doing an Obi-Wan series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, 10 episodes and done. And then we'll move on to the Boba Fett one or whatever. Um, rather than a, like, I, I'm just, I don't know. I want to see movies in the theater. Yeah, I, that's fair. I mean, so can more series, like if so, what do you think about Ash's idea as a 10 part series like for Obi-Wan? Uh, you got go picture, kid. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I love the, uh, that idea. I've talked about that before, about, you know, before we knew it was Favreau's series. No, it was my idea. Uh, it was your idea. You know, it was just like, hey, let's have something new every time, and you can jump around in right. these ten parts. I mean, we love that. That We've all been trained now. It is still weird, especially, you know, if you grew up watching movies in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s. That is the thing. We become used to it. I, as a Game of Thrones fan, a dragon breathing ice fire taking down a right. wall is still one of the best things I've seen in a theater or at my home. It doesn't matter. So I think we could be okay with it. Um, other than that, our previous experiences, Ewoks movies, Caravan of Courage, and Battle for Endor. So that didn't right. go too well on TV. So, you know, we're going to have to be retrained to think about Star Wars yeah. differently. Because I, I agree. Obi-Wan with Ewan McGregor, and I'm not in a movie theater. There's a little bit of hesitation disappointment in me now right flash forward to a year when i'm in my sweatpants being able to watch it you don't even have to leave right that's that's the and that's the trick is because like i said we're conditioned to want to see star wars in the theater but i i do think i love the idea of 10 parts to really explore what the hell he was doing out in tatooine what's next where can he go Mm -hmm. i just don't think that that's something that they want to do i think they would probably just make a movie um because until they watch this episode that's right they're they're just taking all our ideas but i but i think that it's probably because that's that's a little pricey 
yeah. to do Star Wars right, the right way for 10 episodes. But, yeah. but, re- but remember, Iger did say you were going to be surprised at what we're doing and the names attached. Yeah. And I don't think that's just John Favreau, though. Chef was good. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I think I also make the assumption, too, if they're going to do a, a movie on the streaming service, that it's like low budget. You think it's going to be low? No, I don't. Oh, I yeah, think yeah. that's just the assumption I make in my head. I'm sure. like, well, if it's not going to be in the theater, it's got to be. That's my point. That's yeah. my point because yeah. we just associate this stuff with TV, and this is a new – like, they've really got, they got to go hard at this stuff, too, because if they want to get all these like, – because you're competing uh, – yes, it's Disney, but you're competing with Netflix, who's been at it for a while, and you're yeah. competing with Amazon. You're competing, you're competing with these people in Star, the Star Wars brand. It's taken a little bit of a hit, mm-hmm. but it's still Star Wars. Yeah. And it's still people who are going to be like, okay, well, what, what, are, you, what are you giving me? Oh, you mean yeah. this Favreau series that takes place after Return of the Jedi? Trailer looks pretty cool. All right. Oh, wait a minute. And I get a movie? Yeah. With Obi-Wan? And I'm not getting it in a theater? That's going to drive some subscriptions if they do it that way. Now, I don't know how... This, what is this report? Does this report saying that that's the plan that they're going? Or is this kind of no, like suggestions? No, I, I think, think just kind of suggestions yeah. at this point. And yeah. it makes some sense business-wise there, too. I mean, what, what just today, the Halo TV series got announced. Yeah, that's that's what, streaming. Right. Uh, the Lord of the Rings with, you know... a gold truck uh, you know, to right. truck drop gold off to let's make this movie uh tolkien family uh, let's make the show yeah yeah that this is this is the new entertainment battlefield right here and if it doesn't happen with everyone it will happen eventually some there yeah. will be yeah, there yeah, will yeah. be a star wars movie on that streaming service there's no yeah. doubt about it there'll yeah. be at least one whether it's animated or whatever it might be there will yeah. be that service but you know you bring up the that point of the halo i think it's an excellent point because halo Back in like 2006, 2007, whatever it was, mm-hmm. they sent a guy in a in a Halo outfit, the Master Chief outfit, mm-hmm. running around uh, to each studio with the script and let people read it because it was how hot the property was at the time, right? Yeah. And they were trying to sell it, and they couldn't. And Microsoft they w- they wouldn't sell it, and it it wouldn't get off the ground. And now because you can do so much more with it, mm-hmm. it that is something that just makes so much more sense right. as a t- as a kind of a TV series, but. I don't know if Obi Wan makes more sense as a as a streaming movie. I have no idea, but it's um, it's something that I I think that it also allows you to do, can that two movies a year thing, but sneakily doing it. Right. You know, it's right. like you're doing it on TV and mm-hmm. theatrical, and and it's and there's who's going to be running the TV by the way too because they have like with Marvel, it's like Perlmutter does the majority of the the TV stuff, and right, right. Feige's doing the the theatrical stuff. So this goes to the overall bigger question of is like it. I think that's too much to give, whether you like Kathleen Kennedy or not, right. that's too much to give one, one executive creatively to do. That's, it's, you're asking for problems. Yeah. Right. What do yeah. you think? Someone's up for a promotion or a new job or opportunity. Bring it some, right. Right. I mean, you, I think... It's, I know what name everyone's check, checked, I think, check in the comments LinkedIn. right now. Let's right. check LinkedIn and see if it's on there, right? Now. On there. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, that's that's everything in the uh, that's going on with these, with the standalone movies and the potential of it. I, I think that we're going to hear some kind of news, and then we won't hear anything at Comic-Con. D23 is not happening. Um, mm-hmm. So I'd say our, our it's just going to be like a random drop one day. Yeah, like or, a Friday night when we all aren't working. Right, right, it's going to be some <laughs> random drop, or it's, or it's going to be... Uh, it's celebration. Right. All right, what's next, Ken? All right, you want to cover this variety story? You tell t- me. You, co- you, you cover it. The, the tag is Star Wars in Trouble, which I, I, I despite <laughs> problems in the boardroom <laughs> at yeah. time, is not true. But it's I'm reading I'm reading this now because right. often I just— I'm going to Whole Foods. Read yeah. These. yeah, I'm going to go drink with Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, that idea doesn't just nah, doesn't sit well with I, me. I know where it's going. Is there, is there a worry that the magic of Star Wars is going away? And I think that that's—everybody goes doom and gloom. 
right away. Yeah. Everybody goes doom and gloom. Remember, Marvel properties were garbage before Iron Man. A lot of them. I mean, Blade was cool. Blade yeah. Two was worked, and you know they had uh, X Men. They had some, sure, but, sure. But, but I, for the most part, it, was it wasn't like, what it was now. No, and there was a like, Daredevil came out, tried to f- come out, and all these comic book movies weren't weren't. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's too much. Nobody's going to care to shut them all down. Mm-hmm. No, it's not working. Oh, that last that last Batman and Rob, that Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher, that's terrible. Never bring Batman back. It's done. It's right. dead. And Christopher Nolan gets a hold of it, and it's just a matter of once. Somebody gets a hold of it, comes up with whether it's a, it's an overall through narrative, whether all it's the right, it's the right story, it will hit again because it's Star Wars and that love is there. It'll mm-hmm. hit and, and and like oh, remember when Star Wars is in trouble for that for that little bit of time? Well, man, I, I it's it's back now and man, it's it's back full steam ahead. We're back, boys. Yeah. And the magic of it going away, which is in a rough time right now, and that's and that's fine. Every every franchise, every every sports team, every anything that you it it, it happens. There's peaks and valleys. Yeah, what do yeah. You think? I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. Do you, what's your? I mean, but when you hear that though, like, do you think that it's you? I mean, because you're you're in the thick of it. You yeah. You get tweeted all the time. Yeah. You, it's like so, and you're a Star Wars hardcore fan, and we're in a dark spot right now. And yeah. that's that you know whether you whether you love all the movies that have come out or not, but it's just you can the synergy is not there yeah. where it used to be. I think I think it's also hard for us to like step back and look at the bigger picture. I'm like, am I just getting a bunch of tweets from a, like a few angry people or is it really as bad as it seems? Mm-hmm. Um and also like this whole experience with post The Last Jedi, I wasn't working in the industry before then, like around, you know, when everybody was mad about other things. Right. So I don't really know if this is like a cycle that keeps happening, which I've heard some people say it is or if this truly is like the darkest time it's, just a, it's a cycle it's a cycle with different uh, look if the if the prequels would have come out during this era of uh, with t- internet and everything it would be i mean it was toxic back when there wasn't mm-hmm. a lot, the twitter and, and everything else too like they put my aol disc to sign up and th- sign in that's what know? i'm saying like there was so it would be it, it there's always been like this i don't know i want to i don't know what the, the right term is for fans expectations you know some sometimes it's 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 a there's a there's a right way of of expressing your disappointment sometimes there's an entitled way that 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 people do it but and there's also you call it what it is too i think that there's there's times creatively that they've just missed a mark and yeah. and that happens it's not it, it's there's no perfect formula for whatever whatever you're making you know you mm-hmm. could have the, the the greatest story in the world with Solo, and 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 you believe that that you know a lot of people do believe that it, it was executed in the best way and was uh, For all things considered, yeah, absolutely. you loved it, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, and yeah, and, and solo, right, but there's just it was a disconnect to a lot of other fans, and the answer, this silly thing of that the the magic is gone, no one cares about Star Wars anymore. It's not the what it used to be. One movie, Jedi flying around doing whatever they're going to do, fighting Sith. You know, and or what or something else, a new yeah. character that that well, that reminds me of Han. That's what Han. That's the type of character Han used to be. Or or who's this brand new character? Like that's that's a that's a character. Like just if you mathematically, and I've been saying this for a long time. Like and people always they get on me the minute I said it. I was like, there, I said there hasn't been a great Star Wars movie yet made in the new regime. I really enjoy Force Awakens a lot. I put it in my. I think that it's my. Top, uh, it's in my top three or four Star Wars films. I think it's the best rewatchable. Yeah, and I still don't think it's great. Like Empire Strikes Back is great. New Hope is great. There and there, it just hasn't happened yet. I think process of elimination, it will happen. 
I think that it will happen. And there's going to be I'm like, I'm going to tweet out this is the one. This is the one that just changed Star Wars for me. Mm-hmm. It might be the TV series. And I've been saying that with Favreau. You know, it could be that. But process of elimination, because of what George Lucas built inside of this and how invested we are, we will get there. But, Ken, the magic, what do you think? No, uh, the magic, the magic, and in, in, in you talked about the synergy of, of outside of the films. That's where the, the problem is. Not, not a problem. That's where, that's where it's, 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 it's viewed as dark times, right? Because yeah. it is. Because it is. You can't, you know, even one of my, me and my best friends, are, he's like, they turned Luke into a pessimist. I'm like, you didn't watch the movie. Now we're fighting. We've known each other 20 years. Um, <laughs> I was at a bar recently, and, and, and here's somebody. They had 20 years of legend stories, and they cut them out. Uh, God, idiots, don't you tense you know? up when cool, you're at bars cool, now? <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Luke, Luke had a clone named Luke. That was great. I'm glad they kept that. Um, but... I talked to my cousin and her family, and Solo is their favorite Star Wars film of all time. You know, it's like, so go on an individual basis. I think that's the problem with society when you look at big, giant groups. It's easy to go, aha, it's all that. And then right. you start talking to individuals, and then your mind might be changed. And as far as dark times, go back to 1990. New York Yankees and Star Wars. Don Mattingly was hurt. Steve Kevin Sachs. Moss was our first baseman. Kevin Moss uh, was, yeah. <laughs> you know, Claude Washington, Dave wow. Winfield was traded to the Indians. Deep Rick, cuts. R- Rick Roden was on the mound. Sure Look was. what happened a few years later. And in Star Wars, there was nothing. The West End games are about it. And then this guy, hi, I'm Timothy Zahn. I have glasses. I'm a nerd. I'm right. going to write this new series. Boom. Star Wars came back. So those are dark times to me. Yeah. It's not dark when we have new Star Wars things to talk about. I I think Empire is great. A New Hope is really good. And the rest of them, we choose what we love out of all of them, including Jedi. Ellis isn't here to fight me on it. Right. right? Um, and that's kind of this, this thing we Star Wars fans kind of have to look at, honestly, at ourselves. There will be a perfect movie again. I love The Last Jedi. Ranking number two. It ain't perfect. Right. Um, I choose to take out. You put out- Jedi number two? Last Jedi? Oh, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Return of the Jedi. You Return of the Jedi, you know, three or four. Because the throne room sequence in Return of the Jedi is some of my favorite Star Wars of yeah, all yeah. time. You know, but you have to find it. Rebels has some of the best Star Wars of all time. Uh, yeah. Clone Wars is some of the best Star Wars. And, you know, when the Clone Wars hit, it was like, what, the movie was there. What are no, we you, getting? No, you convinced me on Clone Wars because I, yeah. I was done after the movie. And yeah. You, you were the one that told me. Zero. The yeah. It's good storytelling. I yeah, mean, that's it's good story. And we can find it. So, so dark times in terms of just. As a society, we don't communicate well, even though we have all the communication in the world. Uh, it's turned into this dumpster fire. Right. Where you pick out the good things in it, you know. Just uh, so Star Wars is not in trouble. No, that's I, so true. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I think we're, we're we'll be we'll be fine. I think that once these announcements start coming in tune, people people also are in a place of confusion right now because they don't know they don't know what's coming. That's that goes, right. goes back to that that thing of what's the plan next? We know Episode Nine's coming out. That's what yep. we know. We know episode nine's coming out. We know that a TV show's coming out. We know, but we don't know enough about what's happening. We don't know, you know, w- when we see that the talk's going to be all about episode nine once the trailers start coming sure. out, and you, like, then you'll get the tweets of JJ's back. Here's okay, we're going to be now. We're going to be doing. We're going to we're going to tie stuff up. We're not going to tie stuff up. What's going to happen here? It's a rehash. There's going to be the conversation's going to be all episode nine. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. But then the Star Wars fans who know that there's going to be more, there's going to be a different side to each there's gonna be the one side like okay episodes nine is done let's take a break from star wars for a little bit we don't need it anymore no more star wars that's where the other ones will, the hardcore is gonna be like what's coming next yeah. what do we get next what what should we get excited about what should we be nervous about like tell us and i think that that's this is a problem i think that lucasfilm has had because i think it also goes back to the fact of the uh it's just there's been no immediate plan 
I don't think that they, and not not because they don't want to, but they they haven't given the fans enough information in in I think in due time, and that's not a how privileged do you are, do you think you guys are? How how entitled are, are you guys for thinking that way? But I think that you there, there's strategy behind marketing. There's strategy behind saying, well, we're going to tell you that we're going to do this. What do you think? And then here's a trailer. Here's this. I know that there's problems on with shooting on Rogue One and and Solo, and and then we've heard those reports of of what had happened with the marketing budget that they got slashed. So, I just think that this is why it is crucial. It is crucial. Why it has been so beneficial to Marvel to have like map it out. Yeah. Map it out. I mean, because once you map it, I don't like. It's admirable. Once again, not to just beat a dead horse, but it's like, but it is when you hear that story from Kasdan and we're talking about Kathleen Kennedy and Kathleen Kennedy is he's like it's so great because she lets filmmakers do their thing and says what's your take on this oh that you want to do that fine do that you do that you do that it's a great admirable thing to do to to entice creativity Mm -hmm. not a good thing for franchise it's just not a good thing for franchise and I think that they've got to map out their plan it it Sorry, Ash, I'll uh, cut you no, off. No, 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 go. Is it like in a professional wrestling locker room, particularly an independent show, where if you're working a match and I go, what, what, are you working the knee? Great. We're going to work the arm. Right. That's the kind of stuff I do kind of a- agree with. You know, Favreau's uh, dealing with, uh, you know, Mandalorians. Not that I know they're not, but he's pre Vizsla, so I keep hoping he does. Uh, and then Mangold's got some Mandalorian stuff because it's Boba Fett, and even though Boba Fett's not really a Mandalorian, we know that. Uh, he's dealing with stuff. Who, who's talking to who? You, you, that's the kind of thing you're talking about. Not necessarily about, hey, go do your own thing, but also let us know what you're doing. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that, partially. I mean, I think that the canon stuff that I, with Solo, they they kind of, they worked together with it and they and they were able to link back some of the, their mm-hmm. television stuff and they did that with the mall thing. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily, I mean, you want to make sure that's what the story team should be leaned on. You want to make sure that the story team can mm-hmm. say, no, this actually cause it should tie into that. And if you're going to do that, make sure that that links in all together. Not that. I think that when you, when you're having, you know, this like very similar to what we were talking about before Ryan Johnson, like if Ryan Johnson's your next trilogy, Mm-hmm. Make sure he knows where the ending is. Mm-hmm. Like anytime you come up with, like don't don't just come up the fly. And then, and then people always say, "Well, all the original trilogy that that was that was done on the fly." Yeah, but that we're in a different time. The franchises were so different back then, and they, and George got extremely blessed, lucky with it too, because he didn't like a lot of what Kirshner did originally. But then it turned out to work out great, and then he was able to then take Marquand and himself yeah. and spin that off into Return of the Jedi. So it, it just worked. He didn't know. He, he kind of did a lot of the stuff on the fly. Mm-hmm. But some of the greatest stuff is when you know where you're starting from and you know where you're going to end. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what it looks like they're going to do with Benioff and Weiss and Ryan Johnson. That's just storytelling. That's just like storytelling because you know when you're writing. You hear Any great writer that you'd say, oh, I knew how it was going to end. I knew how we, we had to get there. Like, come up with that first. Don't go on the fly. Because there's because they, they didn't this new trilogy, there was no beginning, middle, and end. JJ came up with his beginning, Ryan Johnson came up with his middle, and now JJ is trying to figure out the end. And right. that's either going to turn out to be great juggling, or it's going to be a disaster. I'm hoping that it's going to be um, you know great, but we'll see. What yeah. do you think? Uh, as far as <laughs> and, you know, as far as like you know that that overall thought process of his, of, of having of, of having an idea of saying. This is where we start. This is where we end. I, I agree with you in terms of, like, the trilogies or, like, the series with Benny Elf and Weiss and stuff. As far as, like, 
whatever their entire slate is. I just feel like they're they're too young to be doing that. Like they can't go up like how Kevin Feige does and is like, look, here's up to like you guys are dead in 2090. Right. But like I feel like Star Wars is too. They're just like we don't exactly know what's going to work for us yet. But if you're going to announce a trilogy with Ryan Johnson, then sure, have a beginning, middle, and end plan. Yeah, and I think well. So much, so much that we we are coming down the pike here, Cam. But let's do uh, let's. What else we got? Give me one more story, and then well, we'll, that's it in the Star it. Wars news. It is all right. So now we're going to move on over, and it's time for talk about Seinfeld. What's the deal with Canon? Tip your waitress. So what's the deal with Canon? This is everything that links into the world of Star Wars. That is not necessarily the movies. It could be the TV shows. It could be the books, the comics, the video games. Ken, some things going on. What's uh, up? All right. Well, we've got a little preview of, speaking of Timothy Zahn, his new book, Thrawn Alliances. It's coming out soon. Uh, what is the actual release date? It's July, right? Uh, yeah. You can you have a lot of stuff at San Diego Comic-Con yeah. about this book. The cover was released. Oh, two okay. covers. Oh, pretty. Two covers. Yeah. This two is covers. the alt cover, right? Yeah, yeah. Ash. Ash. He's very, very handsome. Anakin or Thrawn? Thrawn. Really? Yeah. Right. Call him Look how call me. Okay. That's a D-A-D-D-Y right there. You like there. the bad boys, huh? Yeah, yeah. D-A-D-D-Y. should see me in the Whole Foods. Okay. You shoplifting? Come on, let's go out. From the Olive Bar. But let's, yeah, I think that the alternative cover is interesting because the first one is him with Vader. Mm-hmm. So, like, Ken, what do, we, what do we know about this book as far as... Because the, the majority of the mission... Because we know from the first Thrawn novel that they had done some stuff together. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it was Anakin before he was Vader. And uh, Thrawn kind of uh, figured out, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that they're... They're 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 a team, Palpatine and Vader. Are we mixing and matching here as far as timelines go? You think we're going to have this like, is in the past? Yeah, yeah. I I'll, I'll be honest. I don't I don't like reading or listening to the expert excerpts of the books because yeah. it spoils the books for me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is definitely uh, I think during the Clone Wars era, I believe, right? Yeah, Ash, I'm leaning on you. Yeah, I just look at the pretty pictures. It's, of the it's pretty Anakin. Faces. He's I, well, I don't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah, but he's Anakin at the time. Yeah, and then he runs into Thrawn. Well, they said though, but in, in they the, meet. Well, right, and that would make sense from the from what happened in the first movie. He talks about how he had he had some missions with Anakin back, and this was before I, because this was this was before the Thrawn novel, and I think he was he was work he was a chit he was he was they kind of came across each other and mm-hmm. they fought together or something. I think that's what it said in the. In the novel, if I remember correctly, right. but then from that first cover, then you see Thrawn with Vader. So they link back up. Like, do we see? Do we kind of do similar to what we did in the solo novel that we bounce back and forth from sure. the present time? Oh, that drove me crazy. It, it did drive me crazy, also. But I think that you can still do it in a way because that was also three time periods. So maybe yeah, it was it was, a lot. within two, or maybe yeah. it starts off in the younger days and then ends in the present with him actually as Vader. Yeah, like maybe it's just like a little prologue thing. Like, hey, here's how they met, blah, blah, blah. Right. And now, jump to however many years later. Right. So, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one because I think this is going to be m- more of the fighting and, you know, more of the action Thrawn, but still those those clear kind of cool calculated moments of Thrawn. Yeah. But uh, diving a little deeper into Anakin back in these days. That's cool to have him back. I'm really interested in that. I, yeah. I do love Thrawn as a character. I mentioned the Heir to the Empire trilogy. Love that trilogy. I uh, thought that was a great start to what we now know as Legends. Um, I, but the, the, the Zahn's other book wasn't my favorite. Right. Jody Hauser's adaptation for Marvel is actually really good and helped me kind of see the story again and, and, and liking it better. Not that it was bad. It just it was 
slow and plotting like Thrawn. And right. uh, I just I didn't connect to it personally, but I do love Thrawn. I do like what they did with him in Rebels, but that's all good. I am interested in Anakin and Anakin's mind frame in that time. I love learning about what was going on in his conflicted brain that led him to where he we know he goes. Yeah, because like how close to like the events of Revenge of the Sith is this is like to yeah. where he's really because there's there's a portion of Anakin in, in when he's just full on mm-hmm. warrior, good dude fighting in right. the Clone Wars. Is he that Anakin or is he the the real conflicted right before the turn Anakin? So there's it what a fun character. He's pretty for, conflicted. I know he does. But I mean he always, <laughs> he always does though. No matter yeah. what. He always, he's always conflicted. But um but yeah it, it's cool to see Hayden Christensen back so that's that's the other thing that I got from this. Yeah. Is that when I saw him in the cover again, and as much crap as he took, I think people would really respond, whether it was a Force Ghost or whatever it is. I would like to see what he did directed, what he would do directed by someone else as Anakin. Yes, uh-huh. I'm here for the Hayden Renaissance. I'm, I'm very yeah, interested. very into I'd it. Like to see what would happen. But uh, anyway, that comes out in July. I'm looking forward to that one. All right, Ken, I got a couple other things. Uh, yeah, the new Poe Dameron 28, 28 is out. It is, uh, we're coming down to the end of the series. I don't yeah. know if this is the last one. Charles Soule did announce recently online that the, the story is kind of coming to its natural conclusion. This takes place right after Last Jedi. Right also, after yeah. Last Jedi, some stuff. But it goes back. They've been flashing back to giving you some answers of what happened during Force Awakens, yep. Snap Wexley's uh, reconnaissance mission, all that kind of stuff. And it's been really good. This, this entire comic run has been spectacular. I, I always talk about issue 14 of the Poe Dameron comic is some of my favorite uh, Star Wars stuff out there, too, with him and Leia, and Leia beginning to really teach him the lessons of what he needs to become a leader. So uh, this uh, this comic run's coming to an end, so get episode, uh, or issue, as I always uh, accidentally call them, yep. episodes, issue mm-hmm. 28 is out. And then final one in this uh, one, Christian, here, and we can talk about Poe Dameron as well, is the Clone Wars got a uh, big 10th anniversary panel yeah. at San Diego Comic-Con. That's cool. I'm glad that you know, Comic Con is is doing some kind of Star Wars stuff because yeah. we're not we're not no celebration this year, no yeah. D twenty three this year. So I this know is really, I've been jonesing. I know. Well, I think that that's why it's so smart for them to do the five days in, in Chicago because mm-hmm. I think that because of the jonesing and because of the fact that we we've been so accustomed the last couple of years to getting something, whether it's in London or mm-hmm. whether it's at D twenty three, there's been these celebrations or these um, uh, cons to give us more Star Wars. And we don't have anything this year. So this, I think that this is going to be a very packed panel. I think, and I assume Filoni will be there. He kind of has to be, right? He, I think he's announced. He it. has to be. Yeah. I mean, he, it's he like, an, I think it's Filoni and special guest, like yeah. officially. Yeah, you can't do, you can't do Clone Wars panel without Filoni. But, um, so I, I'm loving it. I, li- I like the fact that they here, depending on when it lands, I'll probably be there. Um, because unless it like lands during like the Warner Brothers panel or something too, but mm-hmm. uh, for Hall mm-hmm. H, but I will, I will be there, uh, at least. Trying for a little bit. I bet you Ashley Eckstein will end up going, too. It'd be mm-hmm. cool to have her on yeah. there. But, Ken, you think this is a good thing? You're going to go? Are you going to San Diego Comic-Con this I'll, year? I'm, yeah, I am. I'm going to do a cool. lot of day drinking. I don't have anything scheduled. Oh, I'm just going to be down there. Awesome. So, We're going to the Whole Foods. Hopefully there's a Whole Foods Oh, there. good, good, good. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to down the, be down there uh, hanging out. Um, so uh, I'll try to get to this panel because um, I love this show, and I love what it grew into, which is one of the key things. And sometimes we as Star Wars fans have to remember Snips was one of yep. the more hated characters, and then she grew. We allowed that, that story to grow, and, and Ashley Eckstein and, and, and what they wrote with that character just turned it into one of the best of all time. Yeah. Let things kind of breathe. And to mention Ashley Eckstein real quick, so if you guys aren't watching my show one-on-one with me, Christian Harloff, I have a sit-down with her, and I believe it airs this Friday. If not, it's next Friday. So keep a lookout for that. Every Friday, one-on-one drops, and I had Ashley Eckstein on, and we talked for... Uh, she, what a, I mean, she might be the nicest human on the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm not even 
kidding. She's so cool. So, uh, all right, that's everything in the world of canon. Now we get to hear from you guys. You guys just basically go to Twitter and you hashtag Collider Jedi Council. We go through Twitter and we pick out some of those questions. Ken, you got a couple? Got a couple, but I do also remind everyone, if you're listening to Jedi Council on Podcast One, we thank you. And also want to ask you to take a quick little survey. Go to Podcast one.com slash my survey take a little time won't take you more than five minutes just let us know what you think that will really help the show and we appreciate you listening to jedi council on uh, the podcast form uh we love being up there in those rankings but twitter questions for you guys from phil morado how much do you think the force ghost can interact with the physical world we've seen obi-wan sit on a log that's jt's ghost sit moment yoda bonk luke on the head set fire to a tree i'll add in do you think force ghost luke can punch kylo ren if he wanted to um it's a great question because it 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 does there are a lot of rules that were kind of set um in the last jedi there were rules that for funny as the the force sit moment in in return of the jedi i mean so yeah, I don't know how physical it is, and if and maybe that's a way to show because what Luke does at the end of Last Jedi is he accepts the Force back. He really accepts what he's able to do, and you see how powerful of what he's able to do to kind of project himself uh, light years away, and for him to then really master the ghost element too, you probably will be able to see him do some more stuff. And how cool would it be to actually be able to see him fight as? as a ghost and i think that that i think the rules just need to be established yeah and if they do it the right way i'm i'm okay with it because it's not a traditional ghost it's a force ghost and i'm okay with the fact that people have problems with that yoda i don't i don't have a problem with the bonk on the head because it's yoda he's mm-hmm. powerful he figured out a way to to be more than just this crude matter he that's that's what yoda does that's what luke can do so i hope that they do more of that stuff and that would be great i'd love to see him crack Kylo Ren in the head. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, I don't know what the rules are at the moment, but I could totally see just being like, yeah, you, throwing somebody across the room. And he can use the force. Right. And he use it too and start throwing, chucking stuff. Ken, what do you think? Well, I, I, yeah, I think we don't quite know what they can do. And, and I don't actually like the idea of set rules because uh, you're learning constantly. If, mm. you, if you read from a certain point of view, you get to inside Qui-Gon's head a little bit when he comes back to talk to Obi-Wan and it is almost like described as a somewhat painful process of rebuilding yourself in another form. We've attributed the term ghost for 40 years now uh, and I think Alec Guinness was just wanted to sit on a log and Mark Wan and Lucas were like, well, okay, ghosts now do that. Um, what, what it's, uh, you know, Qui-Gon learns this process, and we've just called them ghosts, and we think that's a certain way from our w- real-world brain. I think it's another form. It's almost, uh, you know, pan-dimensional, if right. you will. So I think there's, they're, they're constantly learning, and that's what Yoda tells Obi-Wan at the, at the end of Sith. I got a final lesson for you and another lesson for you. I think Luke's on the other side having a Force Ghost barbecue with Qui-Gon and Anakin and, and Obi-Wan and, and, he's gonna, and Yoda and going to learn what more things he could do. And I, that's why I'm not saying I'm against the – I understand yeah. the concept of rules, but I also love – I never took the criticism. I don't like the criticism of, of, well, we saw new force powers we've never seen before. Yeah, every movie should introduce something new that these Jedi learn. Well, you and, know? And, and even you go back to episode four. I right. mean, what does Obi-Wan tell Vader? He's like, strike me down now. I'll be more powerful. And that's, that's the whole point. It's like, where, where does that power come from? Not just the fact that he can project himself, but what he can accomplish right. through that projection. And I think I'll become more powerful. Yoda certainly has. Right. So yeah, that, that to me makes a lot of sense. That's an excellent like, point. Because if you have 
Luke now, and he said that Luke basically said the same thing to Kylo Ren. You know, it's like he'll. I'm going to become more powerful now. I'll be there. I'll be able to not necessarily haunt you, but I'm going to be there. You know, the same way that your father will be there. But I'm going to. But Luke will be able to do stuff that Han couldn't. And I would love to see the more physical form stuff happen for for these force ghosts, whatever force users. We'll call them. Right. All right, can, let's do uh, let's do one more because we got to get out of here. Okay, <laughs> um, this is uh, from Roger JC. I like this question. It, it's it's a question I always ask here on Force Center and other places about war versus lore. Christian, should there be more of a focus on Jedi's maybe slash Sith than rebellion stuff? Uh, what's your thoughts on that off the top of your head? Uh, my answer is yes, right now because there's just been a lack. Of mm-hmm. Jedi and Sith stuff, and I think that there's—I I don't know why. Maybe there's just part of the creative conversation there was to scale back on it and mm-hmm. do more. Like, and this is throughout the narrative of—I mean, in Rebels, there's the obvious relationship between Ezra and Kanan, but there's right. still like kind of it, it, we've always from the second we watched the original trilogy, there's always like the lone Jedi teaching the other lone Jedi, and then we got a bit of it in the prequels. We got a lot of all the Jedi together, right? But there wasn't as much exploration through through all of it. You really got the majority of it, I think, the best telling of it through the Clone Wars series. Mm-hmm. That's where you really got to learn about the Jedi and and really get that inner working of how their philosophies, their, their a lot of the personalities, and I think that's the stuff that worked. Mm-hmm. And I've, we've gone away from that, and I would like to see an introduction of more Jedi and more people who are able to do this, and I think that there should be a story, and this is why I think the Benioff and Weiss stuff will do that, I think because you can't ignore that that's what people really, a lot of people, I know you you have, there are certain, there you like the space battles, and you like the, the technology, and that that's that's what Star Wars is for you. You mm-hmm. like the Rebellion stuff, too. And you should absolutely play to that base. And they have been. Mm-hmm. But lightsabers is a big thing. Um, the lightsaber fights. There was not, like, a really actual lightsaber on lightsaber fight even in The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's give us one. One for you, one for me. One for you, one for me. One for you, one for me. And if that's the Benioff Weiss thing, great. If it's the Ryan Johnson thing, yeah. great. But I think that they should focus on the Jedi and the Sith. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. Like, I think the Rebellion stuff is super interesting, especially with Rogue One. But, like, I thought Rogue One was really good, but what made it great for me was just the stuff with Vader. Like, as soon as we get back to, you know, what to me is the core of Star Wars, I mean, I still, to this day, walk out of every grocery store and try to enforce open the door. (laughs) We all do, don't we all do that? Yeah, so... I try to um, fight it. The Force is the most fascinating thing about Star Wars to me. So as much as I like the Rebellion stuff, and I'm not there to watch, like, a war movie. I'm there to see... Yeah. The lore of it. You're the opposite, right? I war war versus lore is the question. I love the war Jedi. Versus lore. War versus But like that scene right there with Jin Erso, not my favorite when I saw it on screen, but that's actually one of the most important scenes in Star Wars. Yeah. Because it is about rebellion. That's why Admiratus is legitimately one of my top like ten Star Wars characters. He uh, Enfys Nest is tremendously important. That's why I love the 19 years between Sith and and New Hope, because we are now getting it. Maybe not in the MCU wonderful connected way. We are getting this timeline, books, comics, events of how this galactic empire rose so fast, which Lucas was warning everyone about. 
uh, uh, warning about Jedi, and how does it how does rebellion build slowly through grassroots things? It's uh, literally Emphis Nest is one of the most important characters just in terms of what she represented in that moment. Admiral Radis is important because it represents someone going, "It's no time for debate; it's time to fight," and that led to what we we came into New York. I love that stuff, but not everyone does. Right. What what we do love, you know, lightsaber fights are cool. I I, I know what you're saying about we didn't have lightsaber on lightsaber. I, I get that. I get that. I love what happened in that throne room stream. Uh, that's why I personally don't. I'm not attracted to Old Republic because it's it's more about the lore. Right. Who I want more rebellion. Right. And that's and that's I want, what I. Yeah. But but so bad. but but it all combines up beautifully, and that's what we should have. And it's yeah. all in there because that's what George wanted. You talk about Clone Wars. We know he, that was more George than anything with Filoni sitting right. there in a room with them, and and we saw the story of George's potential episode seven, eight, nine. And this, he was going to take it as weird places, part of it. But he was still going to have the war. He yeah. was going to have this weird, like, there's these wills and other beans. That is George. That right. is George to the core. Um, and I, I think it's all part of it. But it's just what you connect with. Yeah. The bad guys have cooler toys, so I like them speeder bikes. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's, that's, that was a good discussion, guys. Yeah. Happy to have uh, the council here today. First of all, Ash, welcome back. Thank you. And besides Whole Foods, where can they find oh you? Oh, my God. I was going to say that. Yes, oh, you sorry. can find me at Whole Foods, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also find me at Ash Carlson and on etonline.com. How about you? What's your deal? Hey, you got, <laughs> dude, I don't know. Yeah. I've never known <laughs> yeah. what my deal is. You've known me a long time. That's true. Uh, I'm Ken Napsock. You can follow me at Ken Napsock places, including Twitch and Instagram TV. Hey, all right. Hey, all right. Finally, you can follow me at Christian Harlow, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, all that stuff. Make sure you check out my show one-on-one every Friday here, or you can find it on Apple Podcasts. And speaking of Apple Podcasts, make sure that you subscribe to this feed, Jedi Council. Leave your comments. We drop special episodes on there if you didn't know that. That Mark Riley and Mark Fernandez did one last week. Myself and John Roca and Wendy did like, a special one that was just audio only. We'll do a couple more of those as uh, the weeks go on. Probably maybe do one from Comic-Con. I don't know. But sky's the limit. So make sure you subscribe over there. Thank you guys for watching today. And we'll talk to you next time. May the Force be with you. Always. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. And you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits, now that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Get ready for the tastiest breakfast under the sun. Jimmy Dean Casserole Bites. All the homemade flavors of a breakfast casserole packed into a poppable bite. You know something else? They taste good. 